I'm Anna. And I'm Jillian. And this is the Hat Picks Podcast. Just two dope ladies talking about soccer from across the country on the podcast no one asked for. We cuss like a, a lot on this. Yes. <laughs> and one yes. time I forgot to put explicit in Anna's spouse was listening to it and was like um i think that you need to mark this explicit because you guys are saying a lot of stuff and i was like oh fuck and so i had to like go back and edit it and make sure that it was in fact explicit so yes <laughs> yes so the babies don't hear not safe for work <laughs> not safe for work that's right yes so as you all may as you all may have deduced i don't know if you have i can't i don't know anything um as we our have, spouses have deduced because we've already told them and now they're yeah, just listening to it. That's all. Hello. That's, uh, we, <laughs> we have another voice with us today. We have a guest. We war- warned you, alerted you, let you know in the last pod, which, I mean, so you, you should know that we have a guest with us today of TikTok fame. Oh my gosh, that's too much. That's that's too much. Look, I have a seventy followers. You have like eight thousand. So I think on the spectrum of fame, you're leaning into it. I think it's a yeah, it's a fluke. I don't know. These people are crazy. (laughs) I mean, I guess that includes you guys, but it is. (laughs) These people are crazy. These people being you, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) giving me a platform of any sort is bonkers. We're here for yeah. it. This is, yeah. All of this is bonkers content. Like, yes. Totally bonks. Like, <laughs> we're into sweet abreaves, you know. <laughs> That's the next shirt. Totally bonks, sweet abreaves. That's the next t shirt. <laughs> I'll design it. I will. Anna's like, I'm a Canva fiend. Like, I'm on I sure own. am. Welcome to the pod. And we're very happy to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. This is amazing. I never get to talk. I never get to talk soccer. My kids are like, please stop talking to me. <laughs> so we will we will enable that for you. Like good. that is we're always here to talk soccer. Um with each other, with no one, um, and with you. So <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the NWSL does have you like muttering alone though, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, why are they doing this? Just straight yeah. up. I mutter to myself. <laughs> yeah, I mutter to myself when other people are in the room watching soccer with me. Mm. Because, because the difference is, is like the people in my house, my lovely, lovely little family will watch the games with me, but they don't, they don't know a whole lot. <laughs> and so like Z will try and I'm like, you're three quarters of the way there. Yes. Or like Steven will be like, what is happening here? And I'm like, there's so much backstory that I have to give you for you to understand what is happening here right now that I do not have the time. Mm. (laughs) Just watch the game and please enjoy. We will talk about it after because I cannot be distracted from this happening right now. Yes. I don't know if we could. I talked through the entire game. I I I talk about it. From the beginning to the end and God help anybody who's with me because you will know the backstory (laughs) of everything that is happening. Thankfully, my husband, he went to the NWSL championship with me last year, drove down 10 hours to Louisville. And then this year, uh, we're going again to DC now. He's, oh, he's super pumped. Amazing. So That's I'm excited. Yeah. 
we clearly but picked France correctly. would be better. Yeah, and I would love to go to World Cup next year. That would be. We're amazing. trying. We are trying. So let us know if you want to get on on this. Oh gosh. <laughs> Jump on the hat picks down under train. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You guys will have to do like live content there and I'll log into that. Yes. Please. please. We're sure going to try. Yeah. Special, ge- special guest. <laughs> oh, Jillian oh. loves an Australian accent. Oh my God. Who doesn't? You guys have to watch Bluey. It's a kid's show, but you would love it. I can already tell. Yeah. <laughs> It's they're they're Australian blue healer family and what? it's amazing. Yes. Gonna Very do sweet. That. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, should we like actually do what we came here to do? Let's do it. Let's do it. In a very special turn of events, we have not just Anna and me giving picks today, but M is also going to be giving her picks, which we fucking love. We're so excited. There is going to be some overlap, so just like get excited, all four of you listening. I think actually we could double our audience if M just gets her kids to listen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> actually, don't do that. We cuss too much. We already established that. Um. Oh, they know. They know. They know. Those are adult words, and they, you know, won't say them around me i can't <laughs> around I'm sure. me I'm, i mean i'm sure behind they're threatening each other you know <laughs> i'm sure they are i haven't caught them yet, the content that you all came here for i know all of you um my number three hat pick this week is the morgan weaver goal versus the washington spirit yes so way back on august 10th which actually is not that way back compared to most of our recent pods. Like we were going back into like June in our last pod. So this is actually within the same month. It's August 28th. This is like mere weeks Progress. ago. Mere weeks ago. The Portland Thorns played the Washington Spirit. As a Thorns fan, I was a little bummed out in the beginning because the Spirit struck first and led the match all the way up into the 84th minute. And then, drum roll please. I do have a drum roll sound effect that I love to utilize. <laughs> is the perfect spot for it it is i will definitely be inserting it and also likely we'll leave all of this audio around it too because <laughs> of my it's about light you got a layer audio you know yeah yeah. Yes. yeah our lord and savior her majesty queen christine sinclair tapped one in to tie it up which we love from our canadian goddess queen yes in the words of my father, my soccer coach, Ralph Smith, follow your shots. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, you know, that was just, that was amazing. I want him to be my soccer coach. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was, I'm not a, I'm, I don't follow Morgan Weaver that much, but it was a beautiful, you know, second stoppage minute. Loved it. But then, don't you feel just a smidge bad for the spirit? Like they were leading like a little. Oh, well, I know I sports fan. I was like, oh, I just watched them deflate. But that Morgan Weaver goal, second minute of stoppage time, was like, yes, that is amazing. Does anybody look sadder than Bella Bigsby when a ball goes in? Oh my god! There's not like not. I immediately am like my heart is broken for her. She just like crumples, and it was an own goal, I think. To, to start out with, right? I think so. Yeah. So it was like a bad fluke. 
you know, and then they came back that way. It was nice for the Thorns. All the way. Were they at Segra? Yes. They were somewhere. They were, they were at Washington. Yeah, they right? were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that was good. It's a good little yeah. ending, especially for Thorns fans. Yay! It was good. It was good shit. I just love that, like, you know, they came back. They tied the game. I'm like, yes, like, living for that. Like, you could leave with a point and be satisfied. But Morgan Weaver was like, I'm going to do you one better, bitches. Like, I'm going <laughs> to take this to the next level. And just like the cut that she makes, like a knife through butter, like just through those defenders. She like, made them look silly. I know. Is did. there anything more painful than a stoppage time victory when it's not your team? No. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty, especially when you were leading at one point. I know. And especially but. for the Washington spirit who are the reigning champs. And are also soaking this season. No offense. Um, I mean, I so painful. It's painful to watch. They're just off. You know. We'll get we'll get to this later in the pod, but I believe that they were on a fifteen, on like not winning streak. (laughs) Like I haven't won since May. What? That's what they said last night during the game. Ouch. Oh God. Can you imagine Trinity Rodman not winning since May? I can't. And yet here we are. And yet here we are. And now yeah. Emily Sonnet is also out. I know. Yeah. Right? Yes. They're just, Gosh. it's just not their time. No. That's sad for them. But also so good for Morgan Weaver for the Thorns. Like it was a gorgeous goal. It was a great yes. game by Portland, by Weaver, all involved. We love Christine the- Sinclair. <laughs> Christine Sinclair following her shots. Um, it was excellent. It was good shit. I don't know if I've ever seen her more pumped up than the than her after her scoring. You know, she had grabbed the ball. Yes, she was like flexing. I'm here. I mean, I'm here for it. I'm here for that. Hell yes. Yes. We do love to see it. We do. All right. That's my number three. Boom, baby. Okay. My number three. Well, my number three says, what's my favorite season? Awards. Like Laura Rose. <laughs> but really, I'm going to be talking about the UEFA Player of the Year, the UEFA Coach of the Year, and then the Blonde Or nominees. So this past, it was only this past week, they named the Player of the Year and the Coach of the Year. And so the Player of the Year, despite tearing her ACL before the Euros, Alexia mm. Puteas won Player of the Year. And honestly, like rightfully so. Uh, I'm Without her and Jenny Hermoso, no shade to Jenny Hermoso, Spain kind of like lost the plot in the Euros. They were just not there yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Mappy Leone in the back line was just like fighting to keep balls out of the goal, but like it just wasn't. They weren't scoring and it wasn't good for them. And Barca like thrives with her. I hate that she like the Euros and ACLs, it was just like boom, boom, just so many. And I hate that. I mean, I don't want any of them, but I hate that she got caught up in that and wasn't able to, you know, do it. Yeah, but I fully thought Spain was going to win the whole thing because, I mean, even without Jenny Hermoso, because they had already said that Jenny Hermoso was going to be out for the Euros, and then Puteas tore her ACL during training for the Euros, and I was like, even without Jenny Hermoso, they are like a top-notch team who's totally capable of winning this whole thing, and then when she was listed as out, I was like, oh, so England's going to win. Great. Jazz. Oh, you called it. You knew it. You well, 
Anna Cop- knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, we, I, even from our short text conversations, I already know that. <laughs> I, I know that. Like any good librarian should. She knows Thank everything. You. Yes. Yeah. Well, the yeah. only reason I thought England was going to win was because Pop had been injured for so long. She had yeah. been dealing with an injury and she's like their top scorer and their next kind of top attacking player will also one of their players is like out with a pregnancy um melanie loopold has been out because she has a baby cooking and Mm. um and we know we know the the lingo (laughs) yeah Yeah. no no no. that's accurate cooking is good yeah great uh and so with pop out and lena oberdorf is un bebe like yeah. I was like, I don't know if they'll be able to pull it together to win, but with, and this brings me into my next talk about the coach of the year with Serena Vigman at the helm for the Lionesses, the incredible young talent that they have that's backed by some solid veterans. Like they just made a lot of sense. So for coach of the year, Serena Vigman won. And I mean, it could have been the Lyon coach because they won yet another Champions League, but <laughs> yet another. <laughs> they've won like seven in the past ten years. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Yeah, um, but the last Euros, Serena Wiegman was coaching yeah. the Dutch national team. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and she's back to back. I don't in in your first. That's why I also think. I mean, the same way Serena is impressive. I think Rian Wilkinson is impressive. Mm-hmm. You know, for a first year coach yeah. to step in and keep a winning team winning or or rehab a team and put them together. That's impressive. So Absolutely. I don't know. I think she probably deserves it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And after the last World Cup with kind of the disappointing outcome for the Lionesses, even though they have yeah. a bunch of talent on their team, for her yeah. to be able to come in and, and do that work and know which young people to include on the roster, which veterans to keep around and which veterans to say, not this time. Like Jordan Nobbs got called up on this next uh, roster for them, but she didn't get called up to the Euros because she's on and off with injuries, like pretty consistently. And that's a really hard thing to gauge whether it's going to be a good call to include her or to leave her off and leave space for somebody else. And Serena Wiegman knows how to make those tough decisions mm-hmm. in a way that's best for the team at large. And like, it is, and she does it with such tact in a way that other coaches, <clears throat> Vlatko Andrinovsky, mm. does not. Ouch. You know? Respectfully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. Don't even get me started on that, but. I have some, no. I have some questions. <laughs> yeah. I would love to tear Vlatko Andonovsky like a whole new asshole because. We were so doesn't... optimistic about him, too. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It just, um, from his reputation before to like his attitude now, what changed? You know, what was yeah. the difference? Fame got him. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I well, I don't know. There's a really, so I don't know if you've ever listened to the Shea Butter podcast. I she, do, yeah. So Courtney um, was talk. I think she tweeted it about how um, he was expecting to come into a team full of veterans that he could just run with. And the fact Mm. that he has to work with a ton of rookies and a bunch of younger players that he was not expecting to and actually having to build a team, it really threw him for a loop and he doesn't know how to handle that and he's not handling it well. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I love her. I love her takes. She's one of my favorites. 
Courtney's one of my favorites. I was like, that's exactly it. And now that Mm -hmm. he's having to do this, he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know the appropriate people to call into camp. He doesn't know how to maintain players. He doesn't know how to manage players' minutes. Well, that's, I mean, wasn't that the whole big thing with he basically ran Julie Ertz into the ground? I mean, she's not even back yet. You know, obviously she had a baby, but look at yeah. Sam Mewis has a season-ending injury. Lynn Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's yep. not It's not great. And he, when he brings in people, like we just watched in the the game that um, – Tigress Femnil played against LA, Mia Fischel, mm, absolutely yeah. crushing it. And the like not including her when you're including players like Corniak still, who like it, what are what are we doing here? Yeah. You're including players because they're in the NWSL, not because they're good. Like it's not the same. It's bad. It's a bad look. It is a bad look. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a lot mm-hmm. of layers to it. And it, none of them are good. Like, it's like a bad cake full of layers. No, I know because he only speaks, I guess my problem is he only speaks this like gruffly with the black players. Uh-huh. You know, and that, how how has nobody caught that and corrected it? I mean, people have caught it, just not corrected it. Right, because the people that catch it um, are the people who are watching this, who are not in the room with him to catch it because the people in the room with him are other white people who are okay with letting it slide or don't recognize the problems because Mm. they're not on the receiving end of them or, and they're not listening to people who are on the receiving end of them. And it's bad. We talked about it with leaving out Kristen press. Yeah. I was just going to say, yeah, I was like the whole, this is, yeah. So wasn't that like the first time it happened? And now the other, I think like disrespectful comment comes against me official. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, just unnecessarily, like unnecessarily harsh. Yeah. Expecting particularly black players to play at a much higher level and saying like that there are other players who are just as good or as, or better than her, which is totally fair. There are other players who are just as good as, or better than her, but you're not justifying why you're leaving her out the way that you're justifying why you're including white players. Like that's not. Yeah. You, it doesn't. Things are not adding up, Vladko. See, that's the problem. And I can't believe nobody's been like, hey, let's take a look at this. But I don't know. Like, does he answer to anybody? Probably not. I mean, U.S. soccer, maybe. but And they're, they're just not, they're not beacons, of, <laughs> beacons of progress and good morals. What no. did they say? What did that one article? There's an article like a year ago when shit was like really going down. And they were like, asleep at the wheel, Cindy Parlo Cohn. <laughs> like... <laughs> As long as the teams are winning, they don't care. Yeah. They don't, they're making money and that's all they care about. Mm. And like, that is absolutely a part of it. Like you want your team to be successful because that means people are coming out to watch them and that grows this and lines their pockets. But also you have to do it in a way that is right. Like that does Mm. right by these players because without them, the rest, all this doesn't happen. Right. No. And I I think that it's going to be a, a big issue fairly soon with players, especially young players who are like, this is not right. Go away. Yeah. I hope so. And I think we'll we'll see like a lot of players, if they have options to pick other places to play. Yeah. They're going to take those options. Yeah. They're not. Well, we will sandwich this conversation about 
I love, so I love a compliment. No, it's important. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we, are, we are the queens of important tangents. Yes. yes. <laughs> and also not important tangents about like our snacks, yes. but it's fine. Yes. <laughs> we can talk about snacks too. But um, another award that was, well, the nominees were announced are the Blonde Or and for yes. the women, I will list all of the nominees for you now. Okay. So we have Selma Baja, who's a French player who plays for Lyon. Aitana Bonmati, who is Spanish and plays for Barca. Millie Bright, English player who plays for Chelsea. Lucy Bronze. When she was nominated for this award, um, she was playing for Man City. She's an English player who now plays for Barca. Diani, who is a French player for PSG. Christiana Endler, who is a Chilean player who plays for Lyon. Ada Hegerberg, Norwegian, who plays for Lyon. Marie Antoinette Cototo, who's a French player who plays for PSG. Sam Kerr, Australian queen who plays for Chelsea. Katerina Macario, American, who plays for Lyon. Beth Mead, English player who plays for Arsenal. Viviana Miedema, Dutch player for Arsenal. Alex Morgan, American, who when she was nominated for this was playing for the Pride, but now for the San Diego Wave. Lena Oberdorf, Bebe German, who plays for VFL Wolfsburg. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's 20. Asistat Oshwala, who's a Nigerian player who plays for Barca. Alexandra Pop, who is German and plays for VFL Wolfsburg. Um, Alexia Puteas, Spanish who plays for Barca. Ven- Wendy Bernard, who's a French player who plays for Lyon. Trinity Rodman, American player who plays for the Washington Spirit. And Fridolina Rolfo, the only Swedish player, and she plays for Barca. So pretty jazzed that we have three Americans on the list. Woohoo! But also, like, what a list. Like, wow. Th- there are 10 countries represented, which is, like, incredible because usually there's. First of all, usually the list doesn't get to be that like it's it's constantly growing. Like the men's list is super long. There are eight clubs, ten technically, if you want to count Man City and the Pride. And so you just like you like to see how many where players are going, like how spread out this is and how much it's growing and how much we get to watch. And we have to wait till October to see who wins. But like what a list to choose from. It's quite a, it's a list. good list. Yeah, it it is a good list. And I'm I'm kind of psyched that Trinity is on there. Yeah. You know, our young watching her play is really exciting. I do think Sophia Smith could have, she could be on there. You know, yeah. she's having a good year. Um, but yeah, it's a great list. Um, I'm going to talk about the Houston Dash because although that last year, did they finish like last? They were not, they were not, not they solid. Do great. No. Um, this year they have been on fire. I feel like they've, Sophie Schmidt has been playing really, really well. They signed uh, Maria Sanchez in the offseason. She's been a joy to watch. Um, and then they pick up Louisville in their wisdom. Don't play Ebony Salmon. And then she gets to Houston and just tears it up. Yep. And then, you know, we've got Caprice Dadasco coming over. So they are – are they number two now? Google. <laughs> I'm on it. I, they have to be up there because they are number of, two. I mean, they're number two. They they jumped Portland. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yeah. So I think that, and then they bring in an amazing GM. It's just they're they're just trending in the right direction on all fronts. And although I don't want them to beat my team, I'm glad that they're doing well. So, yes, yeah. I think they also just signed Valerie Govan. Yes, she played last night. Yeah, who is 
hasn't recently been called up to the French national team, but she's so good. Why would you get rid of her, North Carolina? Why would you not play her? And then why would you get rid of her? Because she's capable of so much. Like, use use her. And now the Houston Dash have her, and now they're going to use her because they're not yeah, stupid. They put, her, they put her in last night. I think she was a sub. I don't know who she came in for, but... Um... Yeah, I don't the the Dash are just scraping up other clubs mistakes and they're going to crush the other clubs with utilizing them. them well. Yeah. Yeah. So we fucking love it. Yes. That leads quite well into your number 2, gentlemen. Right you are, Anna. <laughs> we love a segue. We love it. Speaking of I'm going to be talking about for my number two, some NWSL good shit, which as we all know and are painfully aware of, the NWSL has been absolutely riddled with coaching scandals over the last year or so. It has been a hot mess of bad press, bad choices, and I just felt like being a real good bitch and serving you up. I wanted to serve you up some of the good choices coming out of the NWSL. So first of all, America, very gross. Roe v. Wade got overturned. So many people with uteruses are thicked. And as you may know, also, the NWSL is full of people with uteruses. So. No. I know. I like, I'm here for the breaking news. Like, alert. I know. You got to lay out the steps. So I'm, yes. I'm, I'm waiting. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, Commissioner Jessica Berman confirmed that the status of abortion and reproductive rights will impact expansion team decisions, which is excellent news in terms of player care. Berman said the league is reviewing the status of potential expansion sites. And something that I had missed is that they're also like going to be looking at where current teams are as well. Which makes oh. me very glad that Kansas just did that, like, good situation. Even though they're building the new facility in Missouri, like, they're still, like, very associated with Kansas, too. The three of us actually talked about this, and it probably means that Missouri, where I reside, Ohio, where Em resides, and Arizona, where Anna resides, probably means we're all out for expansion teams, which is a bummer. Yes. But... Yeah, but- Yes. You know, we're glad the NWSL is taking a stand and taking this shit seriously. Like, we're living for that. Um, And just a side note, also no team could play in Arizona because it's too hot and isn't meant to be inhabited by humans. (laughs) We have a USL championship team. It's just hot to to go see them. (laughs) They have to check their cleats for scorpions. (laughs) It's true. You can't can't live there. It is true, especially since they moved. They used to they used to play near like Tempe, which is kind of central Phoenix. Well, it is sort of the east. It's a whole thing. I'm not really going to get into it. But they've moved further east. And kind of the further out from the center you go, the more unnecessary creatures there are. So mm. <laughs> I feel like I no. want to talk about like all of Congress that way, like unnecessary creatures. <laughs> yep. Um, so next on the list. The NWSL Players Association released a statement a few days ago this week. I don't remember. Days of the week. They all blur together at this point. It was on Friday. Um, On Friday. Two days ago. (laughs) In the recent past, (laughs) um, that the free agency window would be open for the first time in NWSL history. 
The statement um, from the Players Association said, this is, excuse me, and I quote, (laughs) this is a significant milestone for the NWSL brought about by the solidarity and determination of players who believe that free agency is central to the NWSL's ability to live up to its potential. End quote. So there is a little bit, I, I know I said this is good stuff, but like. You know, I'm like pessimist slash realist over here. So I got to like bring up the reality that there is some drama with certain veteran players being denied free agency or their free agency is being contested. Um, But I do encourage you to look up the full. I know I'm giving you homework. Anthony, MC. (laughs) 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 To look up the full statement by the Players Association um, just to see what all of this is about. But basically, this is like finally giving folks in the league who have played at least six seasons with the NWSL, some autonomy over where they go. And this was like a big point whenever all those collective bargaining agreement talks were going down. This was like something very important to them. So essentially all other soccer leagues have free agency and this is like a, a step in the right direction. And um, a lot of the vets um, like quote it, were quoted in this statement talking about like, this gives them autonomy, this gives them freedom. Um, especially when they have dedicated so much of their time and efforts to the league. Um, so we love to see that. We love things moving in the right direction for the NWSL. We love it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. Okay. I said last, but I did add some new things to this. So <laughs> it's not going to be last. It's going to be next. Okay. We're changing it up. Calling an audible. That's a sports term, I think. Um, it's so- a great app. Yes. <laughs> um, the NWSL championship will actually be in prime time. Um, Yay. Which we're very, we're very stoked about. Um, so the game will be October 29th at 8 p.m. Eastern at Audi Field, which is like the home of DC United and the Spirit. And it's a grass field. Which Portland. Has, oh, my God. As someone who has played on turf and is not well balanced. The grass is much better. <laughs> and it will air on CBS, like the CBS. 8 p.m. Not CBS, not CBS Sports Network. Like the CBS, Paramount Plus, and Twitch for all you gamers out there. <laughs> um, Gosh, I hate Twitch. I have like, I, like, I, I hate Twitch so much. It is <laughs> the worst. I don't, if I can't even. Like, I can't. One time my dad was here. It was his first NWSL game to watch. I put it on. It was a Twitch stream. I put it on my TV. Immediate disaster. It was, like, blurring. And, you know, the thing goes, we're having technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. That little stupid thing that they put up. And I was like, this is embarrassing. And this is not my league. <laughs> but I feel very invested in this. Yeah. Oh, man. It's frustrating. Yeah. But, yeah. It, no, no, no apologies. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anna and I rant about things we don't like constantly all the time so we we support it um but it is frustrating that in the past like so many of these matches have been on like something like twitch where the like production may not be as good or something Mm -hmm. like paramount plus where you have to pay and not on like network television um where more people can have access and have a larger audience so we love this news it was originally supposed to be at noon or some shit like that um, and so this will be great for like increased viewership, something about expanding markets, blah, 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 lingo. Money, about- money, money. Yes. Um, but we're very excited about that. Yay! Something else we're very excited about because apparently I am unable to have like a disjointed 
I need it to be connected somehow. <laughs> I need a segue. We have some record-breaking crowds. Last night, um, even though Chicago took a giant dump on them, um, <laughs> Louisville broke their attendance record with 8,729 folks in attendance, which we do love to see. I think Louisville's like struggling a little bit this year with some things. However, we love that there's still a dedicated fan base, and we hope you'll stick around because, like, yes. That's a great stadium. That's, have it you is. Been to that stadium? I have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to see the Thorns there, right? Yes. Yeah. Look at you. No, I, 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 I remember because I saw the picture. How did I see the picture? Probably on our Instagram. Did you send it? Or maybe it was on the Instagram. Simone Charlie. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, I love that stadium. It's a good and nice little stadium. It's an excellent stadium and they have a good fan base. And I like, I'm in a, because I have a friend who's actually getting married, Casey, on October 29th in Louisville. <laughs> right. So we'll not be able to attend the championship uh, game. Um, but, but for good she, reason. But yeah. she and her fiance have season tickets to racing. And oh, so cool. we went with them and it's a great fan base. It's excellent. Like, I had a great time there, but she added me to a group on Facebook of racing fans. Mm-hmm. And everyone is just so frustrated. They're frustrated with like salmon leaving. They're frustrated with like the play. And it's just so interesting to watch like, like Angel City and San Diego perform as like expansion teams. And then looking at like the two more recent expansion teams of like the pride and Louisville and seeing like mm-hmm. how their management is being handled. And I really want good things for, I mean, I want good things for all the teams, but I really want good stuff for Louisville because they're close by. Like I have friends there. I want good stuff for them, but um, they're having a hard time right now. Um, yeah it's it's tough i was looking at the stats um before we got on and like katie lund statistically is having she's like the top of the league what did you guys know that i didn't I know did not. it's I like not she's had the most clean sheets um yeah she has the best stats of any keeper in the league right now shit and, wild and you and you don't even lose. right <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I know. I feel like. Wait, who is? Oh, Howell, Jalen Howell. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. She, I think, has had a little bit more of a transition to this level of play. Yeah, from college. I don't know. Yeah. If, yeah, I don't know if she's. Um, I don't know if it's a confidence thing. I don't know, and maybe I'm reading it wrong. I could totally read that wrong, but. I mean, she I mean, was she's... playing in Florida, so you know. <laughs> They're basically like an entirely different planet. So anything is possible. Yeah. <laughs> no lies detected. <laughs> yeah. Um, but speaking of records, again, segue. Um, the San Diego Wave have broken the record for the number of tickets sold to its opening match at Snapdragon Stadium. Um, the previous so like we're just anticipating that the attendance record will be broken. Um, so the previous attendance record for the NWSL was like twenty five thousand or something with Portland. Portland holds like almost every single attendance record in the NWSL at this point. They just have like a giant fucking stadium too. Yeah. Um, but it was like twenty five thousand. They've already sold over twenty seven thousand tickets for this match. Um, so very excited, much excite about that it's good that's gonna be a game to, i mean just like the opening angel city i bet that's gonna be a game yeah to yeah oh, totally yeah definitely yeah um who are they playing again i don't know i can look it, it up though it, you know it's it angel city i was thinking maybe it was angel city but i don't remember 
it feels like that would be a good choice southern california rivalry to get all the yeah. tic- the tickets it is um, angle city is oh, it? it's gonna be a good match it's gonna be a good it match. is a good match all right i'm gonna wrap this up gotham fc news this is some the last bit of like a little good news from the nwsl there's other good things but we have a limited amount of time are we paying attention to that limited time no we're not we're just we're rolling um all right Gotham appointed Hugh Menzies as interim head coach for the remainder of the season, which means that he is officially the first black head coach in NWSL history, which is dope. And then for all you football fans out there, it's not me. this football. It's, it's Anna. just me. Even out of the people who listen to our podcast, it's yeah, still it's just me. It's just Anna. Um, Eli Manning also joins the Gotham ownership group. So good for him. Good for, good for Gotham. Looks good there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that. I really like that people who are from that area or spent a long time in that area are investing in Gotham, like Sue Bird from Syosset, Long Island, Eli Manning played with the Giants. Like, it's like, they're just like, we're going to stay with, we like it. We like this area. We're going Mm -hmm. to invest in it. Yes. Yep. Love that. All right. And that's my number, my number. (laughs) (laughs) Who says we don't know French? (laughs) I was just about to say that was a very French. (laughs) I smell the croissants. (laughs) (laughs) okay my number two hat pick is alex morgan against portland like it's not it's just her against portland (laughs) alex morgan against her former team the portland thorns so yesterday august 22nd portland hosted the san diego wave and they lost unfortunately however Alex Morgan did have herself a game. So first, she assisted Kristen McNabb's goal in the 17th minute. And maybe so did Becky Sauerbrunn or Kelly Hubley. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of unclear with the the, the deflection. Anyway. Yeah, M texted last night. I was like, that was a weird first goal. It was. There was, you could tell it was misdirected, but also was it, you know? Yeah. It was all all so fast that it it wasn't clear. Because so McNabb sends a chipped ball into the 18 first, kind of with the hopes of somebody just like nabbing it. But then Natalia Quica, Thorne's defender, Finnish defender, like poorly misjudges the bounce. And then a midfielder for the wave gets in there too. And just like, there's this little bit of like a quick mishap. And so Alex Morgan, of course, is like, well, I shall pounce now. And she gets on it and she looks up because Alex Morgan, doesn't matter how many people are around her, she's so good at like checking out what's, what the options are yep. and sees McNabb at the top of the box and just is like, this is yours now and sends the ball to her. And then <laughs> McNabb just kicks the shit out of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> and you just watch Bixby standing there as it like zooms past her head. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> She's so sad. She's so sad. It is the saddest face in the world. I think she also has kind of a baby face. Yes. So it doesn't help because it's just like looking at a kid be so sad. Yes, a very tall kid. (laughs) A very tall child. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And then because Alex Morgan is Alex Morgan, an assist is Mm -hmm. simply not enough for her. Right. And then, so she scores in the 42nd minute. Kaylin Sheridan, another of our Canadian queens, kicks the ball out of the back and it soars over like a solid 60% of the field. <laughs> like it goes it so far. So far. I, I was just like, I was watching 
Steven recorded preseason football. And so we were watching the Cardinals play the Titans. And I was like, Cardinals kicker, who I don't care about, scored a 65 year old, 65 yard, <laughs> not year old, 65 yard field goal. And I was like, Kaylin Sheridan could beat him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but so she kicks it and then it finds the head of Taylor Korniak because, of course, it does. She's like six foot tall. How can it miss her? And the flick from Korniak's head sends the ball back, well, back for her because she's facing her own goal. And Baby Horse, like, is set up perfectly to run onto the ball from an onside position, which is constantly a miracle, and just, like, slots the ball right past Bella Bixby, Baby Bella Bixby, who is just so sad. Sad baby Bella. Mm. Oh, that's so funny. Baby Bella, because it's like a type of baby mushroom. Bella. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like the cheese. cheese. Baby yeah. Bella. Okay. Oh, baby Bella. <laughs> and you know, I would have loved a Portland Thorn win. You know, of course I would. Am I okay with the San Diego win? Yeah. Yeah, I sure am. So it's really just that win win situation that I love. Mm-hmm. You bet your ass. My second one is the Kansas City versus Angel City game and where the Kansas City broke their record. So I yeah. think their yeah, their record before this was like 7,000 and some change and they ended up with like 10,300 people in in their stadium. Amazing. And I know it's like like I just like seeing how serious they and like professional they are, you know, like they're building that new facility. I think it's almost done. Yeah. Um and their team is playing so well, like Lola Banta, her her celebration. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! That is like my husband saw it on ESPN. He's like, "Hey, did you see that one one soccer player limping?" I was like, <laughs> yes, I did. How did you see it? And he's like, "It's on ESPN." Wow! So that was cool. Um, and I think it ended up a draw. So I I, I was I'm an I like Angel City, but I was hoping. For a Kansas City win, just because you know it was a big crowd, the teams doing they haven't lost in like a bajillion yeah. games. They're doing so well. Um, of course, now they sent Victoria Pickett to Gotham, but oh, I, I was devastated. I for a a so big yes 200k we were like how did Tom and Heath get sent away for only fifty thousand dollars <gasps> to OL right. Lot big price tag. I mean, get it. I, I say, yeah. yeah. Good we'll job, City. She is Canadian, Filipino Canadian. Is she? So like, yeah. So like, maybe she just wants to be a little closer to the fam. And by that, I mean, I think I just assume New York is a little closer to Canada. <laughs> Geography. Canada. It is a little closer to Canada, but one of her family's in Vancouver. Okay. Fair. We're just gonna, she, she's from Toronto. Let's just take yeah, yeah. guess. Toronto. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've just decided for her. That's where her family is now moving. Yes. So I just, that was a good game. I, and they have like such a good supporter section. And I don't know if you've ever looked at their supporter section. There's like a million drums. Yes. So many drums. There's, yeah. I don't know. Do they practice? Do they just show up and what? Go for it. They're, they're their Go own marching yeah. band. <laughs> Basically, they do. Can we get a halftime show? <laughs> I would watch. Okay, that brings us into our hat tips portion of the pod, <laughs> where because we, we can't just have picks, we have to have more good things. But we, little, little, just little, little snippets. Yeah, yeah. 
So, um, I don't know if you know this, but we used to call this honorable mentions, like when we first started the pod, and we did this for like a long time, and then too long, we were, too long, and then we were like, oh my god, this could be a tip of the hat situation, hat tips, like this ties into our name. Perfect. What the fuck have we been doing though? It's like it's it's so exciting to have come to this realization and to have this connection now with our name, and yet, why did it take us? so long to figure it out that happens to me all the time I'll do a video and somebody will write a better joke in the comments and I'll be like dang it this is embarrassing like at least dm me like send it privately don't don't comment no you're funnier than me fine I got it (laughs) I get it we get it I get it get it yeah so my hat tip one of my hat tips a hat tip that I will be reading that I'll be sharing (laughs) So I love sad music. <laughs> okay. I'm a sad girl music person. Yes. Um, and our number one sad girl, Phoebe Bridgers, mm. posted a picture of herself in a as a child in a soccer uniform with the caption, the last time I played at the Rose Bowl. And because before a show that she's playing today um, at the Rose Bowl, which cool. is clearly an homage to the 1999 World Cup played Absolutely. at the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. And we just like, I oh my even, god, I didn't even plan it. Perfect, that's perfect. We love a crossover of our niche interests, and that is all. That's the tip. <laughs> that's that's the tip. That's, that's a good one. Yeah, I have one. <laughs> yeah. Yes, get in there. Okay. Uh, Imani Dorsey adopted a dog, <gasps> and her name is Ari. <laughs> <laughs> and she's so cute. You should go to her Instagram and look at a little black dog, just the sweetest little face. Oh, that was so cute. Yeah, that was cute. I'm doing that right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. As we're, as we're recording. Okay, so my tip so we don't talk about men's soccer on this pod, mm. <laughs> but it is our pod, and I will do what I want. So I am going to mention that the Premier League is back, and it is drama central. So if you like drama, it is worth it. Um, because Manchester United, notorious top team in the Premier League, like if you watch anything about England ever, they're like, oh my God, Manchester United, mm-hmm. they're at the bottom. And you know who's mm. at the top? It is my team, Arsenal. Arsenal's undefeated so far. And I am just going to live with this one moment of pure joy that I never get as an Arsenal fan. And so I'm going to share it <laughs> with the other three people who listen to this pod because it yes. just, I, I need to get it out there. So I'm thrilled. <laughs> Good. Um, let's, That's let's amazing. Take let's take a beat and just look at this. Look at oh that my god! Look at the ears. How How cute. It's so cute. Yeah. Oh my god. Living for that. Wow. That's a cute dog. <laughs> okay. Next up, I have um, Ellen White and Jill Scott are retiring. Mm, so, yeah. veteran lioness players Jill Scott and Ellen White have both announced their retirements, which is like hashtag olivia rodrigo good for you like getting some well-deserved rest after a well-deserved victory yeah um in the euros and like i'm also not gonna pretend that i'm like that sad that ellen white like won't get to do her like little glasses thing like after she scores goals anymore like particularly against the u.s like (laughs) i'm not that sad about that um but like we are also like definitely showing some mad respect for like knowing when the appropriate time to bow out is <coughs> Carly Lloyd. <coughs> um, like letting the youngins take the reins. That's reins. I don't know if you could tell by that motion that was reins. 
the amount that I talk with my hands or do weird motions that people cannot see, it's great. <laughs> this is A plus. This is A plus content. I love it. Yes. Uh, Allie Watt scoring in her Orlando debut. Mm-hmm. It took everything in me not to say debut right here. That's called self restraint. You're welcome. That I. I'm glad that the transition was she wanted more playing time and not like any other reason. And it was just two teams looking to get her more playing time. And then she got there and scored. So good for her. Fucking love that. Yeah. Yeah. My other um, hat tip has absolutely nothing to do with uh, women's soccer. Once again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so intrigued. Okay. Again, it's our pod and we do what we want. Um, But it's that the, it, it does have to do with women's sports though. So, you know, in the right direction. But that the WNBA postseason is happening. Like, right? There are games today. Um, The final four teams in the WNBA playoffs are the Seattle Storm, Connecticut Sun, Las Vegas Aces, and the reigning champs, the Chicago Sky. Um, And you can watch the games on ABC and ESPN. And you better watch them or else I will get you. I've actually – I've started to threaten the guys that I work with with every time they make a mistake that they know better like they should be not doing it correctly, that I will put thumbtacks on their chairs for every. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> um, but I, I, I want the Seattle storm to win this whole thing because I would love Sue Bird and Brian January to go out on top um, because I do think that Brian January is about to be the ASU women's basketball new head coach, which would be hmm. rad. Because she went to ASU and their head coach just retired. And now she's retiring from the WNBA. And so I think it makes yeah. a lot of sense. Anyway, um, but also Tina Charles can suck it. I'm tired. <laughs> so I just, I, I do, I cannot abide by, I'm, I absolutely respect when players leave their, leave the team that they were on because they're not winning. They want to be champions. I totally understand that. Like you're not playing the sport to lose all the time. Why would you do that? But in the middle of the season, when your team is already down and out because one of your players is detained in another country. Ouch. No. <laughs> it's not a good look. Was, I think yeah. knowing very little about women's basketball. <laughs> I just, that was, yeah, the Mercury had been very dramatic, but also just sad. Very sad. Yeah. Becky um, Hammond, after we lost the first game to the Aces in the playoffs because miraculously we still made it to the playoffs yeah um said that vanessa nygaard who is the new head coach of the phoenix mercury has been dealt the toughest card like deck of cards like set of cards this weekend hand of cards um for this season and like it is so true to be dealt not just having a player like such an emotionally taxing thing as having a player detained overseas, but then to also have a player opt to leave in the middle of the season to also have to deal with a number of injuries. And then mm-hmm. at the end of the season, Skylar Diggins Smith being out, which her last game was when they announced uh, the sentence for Brittany Griner. Mm-hmm. So I think it was just all kind of, I don't think they're well. I don't, I, I think it's, I don't think Tarasi, like she's had some outbursts this year that, you know, she's an edgy player, but yes. I think over and above what she normally is, that is not necessarily in line with how she's behaved in the past. No. I think Skylar Diggins Smith, like also, she's not scratch, she's not fighting on the bench with people. And she was, who'd she almost, Diamond to Shields? Yeah, I think she it was with Tarasi. After. Oh, it was Tarasi. I think so. Yeah. 
and then you know Shay Petty just she just blew her ACL right yeah oh she blew her Achilles in that moment like it was like the straw that broke the camel's back like they could not handle yeah. it anymore emotionally the picture of I don't know who carried her off the the court somebody a player carried okay. her off the court yeah it was a lot yeah I but I like yeah you can find the the last few games of the season I think tonight the Storm play the Sun the Aces they play somebody it's the Storm Aces. Yes. Sun, Which, I mean, Chicago. I don't, the aces look pretty sharp. You I know? know. Because Chelsea Gray, hard, but... they keep talking about Chelsea Gray as like the backbone of this team. And she's been doing so much for this team. I'm like, you're talking about it like it's a new phenomenon. She did this with the Las Vegas, with the Los Angeles Sparks. She was this player with them too. This is just who she is. Like, don't like really own up to the fact that this is historically the way that she is like talk about it this is mm-hmm. not like she doesn't it's not because of the team she's with it's because of who she is as a player she is player. she's such a good player and i hate it <laughs> <laughs> not having her on my team yeah but like let's just acknowledge that she's a well-rounded incredible player she can make a shot from anywhere on the court and mm-hmm. she's going to get around players she's going to make smart passes she's going to be doing what her team needs her to do no matter what team that is oh just ebony salmon getting called up to the lionesses yeah i think she's she deserves that fuck yeah yeah we love love ebony salmon on this pod Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i think i in fact sent the lineup to jillian and just said ebony salmon yes (laughs) doesn't matter that there's like a whole other group of people called up just on that team. her just her statement. but also yeah. i will also say jordan knobs jordan knobs has yeah. been left off because of injury and she was called up for this camp and i'm it's good nice jazz for her i do want to throw in one more tip yeah, yeah. um un- unplanned um which is unlike me but i uh created a team for an adult rec soccer league this fall <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, I'm so excited about it. I haven't, I haven't been able to play in like five years because my job and my schedule. Um, so my roommate, Matt, and I created a team of just like friends and other random people we could put together. So we're going to be playing it on Sunday nights this fall. And I'm very excited. And I tried this week to like exercise in a way that would be appropriate for soccer. And holy shit, it's rough. But I'm very pumped to get back out on the field. So whew, very excited. That's amazing. Okay, is this a 30-year-old thing? Or I I can't tell if it's 30 or because I've had like a bajillion kids. When I move fast or like, not even fast, like fast is giving myself credit. My body feels like it is going to just crumple. Like it will fall apart. Okay, so that's a 30 thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Totally. That makes me feel better. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We're We're all just trying at any given moment. Just trying so hard. I have to try so hard. (laughs) It's pretty exhausting. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now we're on to the hat drops, the things that have happened recently that we're not as jazzed about. Um, Numero uno, that's Spanish. We are multilingual on this pod. Mark. (laughs) We. We. (laughs) And I'm learning Italian right now, so we could be trilingual pretty soon. (laughs) See, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, uh, Mark Parsons is no longer going to be the Netherlands coach, which is a bummer. Um, they had a disappointing finish in the Euros, um, especially as the former champions, and so the former Thorns coach has recently gotten boot. 
Womp, womp, I have a womp. question. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, okay, I'm on Twitter and Twitter is for subtweeting, you know? Yes. But as a newer <laughs> fan, it is very hard to put the pieces together of mm-hmm. who are people talking about. I was under the impression that Mark Parsons had a stellar reputation as a good coach and a good human. Why is it that there are so many people that are like, please don't bring him back to the NWSL? I think it's because um, when a lot of drama happened, he didn't step up. At the thorns. Yeah. Got it. He didn't step up. He kind of, I think he really lets Merritt Paulson, who is one of the owners, kind of run the show. Got it. And rather than being like, hey, those are our players, he just kind of lets things happen, which I think is fine when it's when it's fine when things are fine but because things are never fine in the nwsl they're like "Mm, maybe no but i don't think that that read is off base about like what his reputation used to be like i think that that is like kind of the sense it's kind of like what most of us felt about him Mm -hmm. Um, so i don't think that you're reading that wrong i think it's just there's been a shift um interesting okay yeah all right you know i'm just trying to put the pieces together because I, also I thought think, somebody would snap him up. Yeah, I guess there are multiple NWSL teams are, who are wanting him. But I also think there's a a history in the NWSL of hiring the mediocre white man. Mm. And given that in recent years, he hasn't won things with the Thorns. He hasn't won things with the Dutch. He's on the decline, I think, yeah. in terms of records anyway. They're like, why would you bring yet another mediocre white man into a position that somebody who is not a mediocre white man could have. Um, Speaking of mediocre white men, (laughs) um, which we do a lot on this pod, unfortunately, um, there was some cryptic shit on Instagram about the Washington spirit on Thursday. Um, Just Women's Sports posted a quote from general manager Mark Krikorian that said, last Friday we had a bit of an incident at the training grounds. It became apparent to me and to all that a change was necessary and then he apparently declined for comment. And like, without further context, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? So cryptic. Yeah. And then after some dipping, digging, there, it appears to be about the dismissal of head coach Chris Ward. The Spirit had a, it is a 15 game winless streak this season. And apparently Ward had a confrontation with the player. So from an article in The Athletic, which has so much good soccer content, thank you, Meg Linehan, it contained a statement from Andy Sullivan. It seems like the players were supportive of his dismissal and the relation, and that recently the relationship had deteriorated. So I guess it's good that they handled this more quickly than last year's shit show, but still, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, that's not great. It's, it's so disappointing. Like, yeah. can we just not, can we not do this? I'm so glad that when issues arise there, you know, cause the player's safety and the professional atmosphere matters, but it's also like, could we just not even go there? Just like, don't be a jerk. Yeah. yeah. And there seems like a disconnect between what the players are saying and what he's saying. And I don't, how can there be that big of a disconnect? You know? Yeah. And Especially with that many players. Like. Exactly. Exactly. So people have trouble with, just apologizing and letting it be, you know, without qualifying. Just yeah. If, if he is understanding that he did something wrong, apologize, and that's it, you know. So, yep. It seems so easy. And mm. yet, here we are. And yet, so I mean, McCall's Zeroni, you know, they people can't. They can't just apologize. They can't sit in their wrongness and be wrong. It's so hard. Yeah. 
the announcer last night kept calling Michelle Alozi Michelle Prince. Woof. Oh, no. Multiple Jesus times. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, where's where's Michelle Prince? She's she's not on the field. They're not, I don't know who I don't know who was on the game, but they were seeming like they were new to the NWSL. Mm-hmm. You know, they were talking of the spirit as the former champions. And I was like, they are str- like they are not like they may be champions, but they are not that team right now. You right. know, so it was just like maybe they were just a little out of touch. And then they did that. And it was just like, can you not? Thanks. Can you not? All right. That's enough sadness. We're yeah, done. so, so sad. Cut it out. I mean, <laughs> we need to talk about it. We need to name those things. But then we can also sandwich it with some good things. Yeah. My number one hat pick this week, this month, <laughs> this pod, <laughs> this pod is uh, Lindsay Horan's goals in the Women's International Champions Cup. So last week, the WICC which is an acronym for the thing I just said, um, returned to Portland. Yay. Very exciting. So this brought in some teams from outside of the United States. Um, the Portland Thorns were their Avi. Oh, I think very much, Captain Obvious. Home team. They did not do well. They lost it all. Yeah. And there is a OL, like from France, like not like OL Rain, like the OL. Chelsea from England and Riotas. So while Portland went on to lose, as I mentioned, and Lyon went to win it all, there were some great performances all around. Mm-hmm. But like IMO, like none none better than Lindsay Horan in her return to Providence Park. Like it was it was incredible. So in Lyon's first match, ma- <laughs> I've been living in the Midwest too long. Match um, against Chelsea, uh, Lyon found themselves down 2-0, yikes, um, well into the second half after we had a cheeky goal from, like, iconic low pony herself, Sam Kerr. That's what Anthony calls Sam Kerr. He calls her low pony because she always has, like, a, like, face yeah. the neck low pony. Um, it's it's – I, I like a blunt, with like a blunt chop too. I also appreciate that he calls it a low pony because really what it is is a gay pony. Like there are two different <laughs> kinds of, of gay women and there's like a high, high pony and then there's a low pony. I subscribe to the low pony like a founding father, but like I get it. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love how hairstyle becomes like synonymous. Like the other person is Christy Mewis. I saw a picture of Christy Mewis pre-bun. She wore, mm-hmm. used to wear it in a ponytail. What? Yeah. That doesn't even... I like the bun on top. Yeah, yeah. but it was, in fact, a high pony. Was it? I'm going to have to look <laughs> it back up. Okay, but anyway, she had like a cheeky goal where she chipped it over the keeper into the goal, like very... A la Sam Kerr. Yeah. Um, and then another by Lauren James. Um, but in the 76th minute, Lindsay Horan gives us a clinical free kick. Mm-hmm. Like, chef's keys. Perfection. Um, she chips it over all the Chelsea defenders, all of them. And the keeper even guesses correctly, but it has enough power on it that it just like perfectly hits the top left corner. And like, boom, Leona's back in this game. Wee wee. Yes, yes. And then they score again in the 87th minute, sending the match straight to penalties, and then they win it from there. Woohoo! And then in the championship game versus Rayadas, Haran does it again. Yes. So in the 39th minute, Haran takes a PK after Leon draws a penalty. And again, this shit is absolutely clinical. Like, to a T, 
how you should take a penalty. A penalty. <laughs> um, low and to the left with a ton of power on it. They're up 1-0. And then minutes later, she's like, not enough. Not enough. Haran receives a cross in the box and does what I can only describe as a motherfucking roundhouse kick. Of a like of a shot. Um, and it has so much oomph on it that it sends the ball into the ground and it just like bounces through players and like everyone around and it goes into the goal, obviously. Um, and everyone around is just like, what the fuck is happening? Like I've, I'm literally watching people just like turn really fast and as they watch the ball go in. Like they don't know what just happened. They're probably just standing in awe of the fact that like Lindsay Harand used like a martial arts move on the field against the ball outstanding so leon ended up winning that game four to nothing wow and like damn you go Lindsay haran like we love it we love it your next t-shirt after the other one i just said it needs to be absolutely poopy clinical (laughs) (laughs) that's that's your next one absolutely clinical (laughs) excellent that's a good one okay my number one hat pick is megan rapino End of pick. That's it. That's it. Shut it down. That's it. We've done it. Um, but specifically, the August 26th game, All Rain traveled to Orlando for what turned out to be a second half Megan Rapino showcase. <laughs> like, that's what we got. That's the best. It's the best. Yeah. Yes. I yes. mean, sometimes I think that people are like, why do we talk about Megan Rapino all the time? And then we see her play like this and we're like, this is why. Do you see it? Yeah. This is why. Silver platter. <laughs> yeah. So Orlando got on the board in the first half with a goal from Maggie Doughty Howard, who I do enjoy. Um, she used to play for the Spirit, and she was great there too. Um, but, you know, the second half was really just about Pino, and that's what we're going to talk about, right? Yeah. So in the 55th minute, um, Pino tries to send a ball into the 18 and just gets spit right back out, and then the ball gets sent right back in. It reminded me of, you know, the scene in Pitch Perfect where um, – Jesse is drunk and she like pushes him and he like comes back and goes right back. And he's like, I come right back in. That was what was going on in my brain as I watched this. That's so, a good, yeah, good reference. Thank you. Yeah. I think I also referenced pitch perfect in the last pod. So maybe I just really need to rewatch. Yep. Um, so an Orlando defender gets her head on it and then Pino gets a touch on it. And then she like does this very casual, like flick over Erica Timrak. And so she sets herself up somehow with no one around her. Like there's like, <laughs> there's like people close, but nobody's like coming to, I don't know what's happening. So then she sends the ball in towards the goal. And it, I think she was just trying to take a shot on goal because it's Megan Rapino and she loves the glory, which like respect, but Fortunately, Bethany Balser was like, that's not going to be a goal. And she <laughs> zooms and then goes lateral. Yeah. She, I love Balser. I love Balser. She, I love that you both just like at the same time. She, was, like, she, was, she, was, she was parallel to the ground. Like it was full. They were, those were never intersecting. You know? She was, she's not short either. She's got body reach, you know? Yeah. yeah. And she just like dove to get her head on the ball. And right. she, she sure did. It went did. straight back. It went straight past another Canadian queen, Erin McLeod. And it was, it was beautiful. Incredible. Uh, and much like Alex Morgan, an assist is not enough for Megan Rapino. Like they, she can't handle just having the assist. And so we go the rest of the regular game of like the regular time tied. Like 
neither, but it is very clear that neither one of these teams is wanting to leave with only one point. Like Orlando's like, we need this. And OL Reign's like, we can do this. And the ref gives them the three minutes of stoppage time to figure this thing out, to end it all. And finally, in the 92nd minute of the game, Megan Rapinoe's like, okay, we're just going to do this. Renika Latsko drops a ball to Rose Lavelle, who casually backheels the ball to address Fishlock. It's like, it's one of those things where you're like, those are your technical abilities. I get it. I get why you are playing professionally. <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get why you are professional players. I get why some of you have won World Cups. This is all making sense to me. Mm-hmm. And then Fishlock sends the ball out wide to find Huerta, who then sends just a beautiful ball towards the back post. And Megan Rapino does essentially like a parkour jump style kick thing. And she gets her body on the ball. I don't know if it hit her foot or just her shin, but it it just like sailed straight across into the goal. <laughs> she was like bodied by a defender too. Yeah. No, she, it was a, I don't know how she got to it. I don't know how she's she magic. She yes. is. She's magic. That's all you can talk like that. She just the makes pink it happen. Yep. Right. She's That's willing why June to Ando her- needs it back. She needs sure the pink does. hair back. <laughs> I think Megan Rapino is like she's at the point in her career where she's like if I get injured I get injured but I'm gonna go out with a bang like yeah. I'm gonna put it all on the field because I'm not playing I'm playing for keeps like I'm just gonna do this thing and it was truly a thing to behold because it's what she does I saw mm-hmm. it when I was scrolling through TikTok this morning it was on ESPNW's TikTok uh, because of course I can't have soccer I have to have sports content on all of the platforms that I follow <laughs> And I was just like, yeah, it damn well should be because that was just incredible. Um, Yeah. And then O.L. Rain did leave with the well-deserved three points after that. Deanna Ordonez is, um, well, she's been having a great season, but she just had a brace against Chicago. Um, She is, I mean, can you think of anybody else that's going to be rookie of the year? No. No, I, I can't even think that the closest would be who, like Elise Bennett, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I Naomi Gurma, Gurma, maybe. Yeah. Gurma's been playing well. I don't see anybody in her league like to be on the level with Sophia Smith right now with eleven goals. Yeah. Is, I mean, of course she has the Carson Pickett service, right? Which, yep. <laughs> You know, that's the best in the league. How can you compete with that? You can't. And but she's getting it done and and that team, you know, with um Davina and Car- Caroline. Yeah, they're she's just really shining and I, I've really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I so great. I don't like North Carolina on principle, but yes. I like Deanna Ord I like their players individually. Isn't that rough? Like yeah. yeah. Don't make me do this, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> like don't make me like your players with like an asterisk you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> be like, better be in better general. yeah which makes me sad when i'm like oh i want you to do well but i also do not right yeah it's complicated it's complicated it, it's complicated i mean i like their jerseys and i wish i didn't like i can't mm-hmm. buy that <laughs> no i can't i can't buy that i can't let people know that i like them Yes. <laughs> in secret I know. <laughs> yeah they do have good kids 
because I also like Abby Erseg. I don't like Merritt Mathias. Thank you. She has been my soccer nemesis since my baby fandom. And it's nothing against her personally. Nope. I'm sure, like, she is, like, very involved with the union, players union. I'm sure she's cool. But, like, on the field, she might as well be, like, I don't know, Scar. (laughs) So, you know, we've... Also, first of all, like... Thank you so much for being here with That's us. So this fun. Is this is the dream. This is why I started <laughs> making content. <laughs> like it's I just want people to talk to about. Talk. It. Yes, I just want to talk to people about soccer. This yeah. is this is great for us too because it just like someone else on our level of like <laughs> obsessed. <laughs> yes. That's yes. yes. Um, but you know, hey, I wanted to give you a second just to like introduce yourself i realized we didn't even do that and i was like this is m from tiktok let's go um yeah and then we have like a couple of like closing questions for you before we like wrap up oh man yes so introduce myself i I don't think i've ever had to do this before um (laughs) uh i mean what do you want me to say i mean i i I have a tiktok (laughs) that i made (laughs) out of desperation from COVID. Like, you know, I'm a stay-at-home parent, so I have five little ones and I we quarantined a lot and, you know, doing homeschooling and stuff and I was losing my mind. So, I just really wanted to connect with people who were not my children. And <laughs> that is why I started. I realized that like you can just make shit. You know? Like you <laughs> yes. can do whatever you want as an adult. And like as long as it's not harmful, like once you get over, yeah, like, yeah, there's videos of me in a shower cap online, you know? Once you get over that, like, who cares? Um, yeah, it's just been fun. So I make what I think are funny things. Yes. And <laughs> I just am trying to make myself laugh throughout the day, and that's what I do. But I also do very niche women's soccer content that is just basically that. And um, that's my favorite stuff. And that's how we obviously discovered M. I think actually Z (laughs) discovered M and was like, you two will think this is funny. I was like, yes. Um, Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. We explained on the last pod like how we came about and did this very weird TikTok comment introduction. But like, so glad that it worked out. We had a great conversation a few weeks ago and then like made this all happen today. And it's just like, we're so jazzed. This is great. I like, you know, maybe the title of this should be like Anna and Jillian made a friend. Um, <laughs> you guys live with, you're like, you live with other adults though and you have like jobs. So you have a bunch of friends. It's the opposite. Like, I know, but it's like, but I, it's like our personalities. It's like not, it's not our situation. Our personalities like- are incompatible with friendship. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. Our, see, our personalities are incompatible with attempting to make new friends. But we're like, we've been friends for close to a decade. A decade. Yeah. yeah. And I haven't made a new friend in like six years, like in six years. Well, and I think too, like not only like making a new friend, like making friends is hard for anybody, I think. But like, mm-hmm. I think making like bringing somebody into the fold of our already like very strange friendship like I think that is like the that might be the weird part where we're like okay how do we like open the gates to what this is yes. <laughs> this very yes, strange yes, thing yes, yes. well we're so glad like we're so glad that you're in on it we've got like a little 
soccer text thread going now like yeah so we could text each other during games and like keep abreast of things you know very important soccer content and em also likes the WNBA, which is great for anna because i cannot provide her with that <laughs> i do i do love especially i love playoffs oh i get That's very so into fun. playoffs i know i think the sky are playing very soon or if not yes. now i don't know i have oh, yeah. i have been known to stand on my couch and yell at the tv during playoffs <laughs> I did not know that was in me until last year during the sky. And yeah, because like, they played against the Phoenix Mercury. Yeah, they did. So, yeah, I have made fun of my husband. I, like, didn't watch sports, like, for a decade. Actually, my whole life. I don't like him. And then all of a sudden, like, this came out of me, and I was like, I, I, had, I went on an academic – I was looking up academic papers. Like, why is this happening to me? Why am I – why do people psychologically like sports? Because I didn't, I didn't know, but yeah, I was yelling. I'm just like imagining you on like JSTOR, like looking up like academic articles. <laughs> I was emailing, no, I was emailing authors. Like I was like, I would love to talk to you. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I just have a lot of questions. I have, a, yeah, I have a lot of questions. Did I get any responses? No, these professors didn't want anything. They're like, this is a random person. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Well, That's I'm okay. so glad that you responded to the random people that wanted to talk to you. That's good. Thank you. That was a good, so that was a good. message. Um, okay, so we have okay important question for you um, to tell okay. us and our listeners. Who would you say your favorite player is right now? How you listen there? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I love Mallory Pugh. I think she's exciting to watch, but there's something about like the seriousness and scowl of a listen there <laughs> that is like chilling and enticing at the same time and i'm like i can't scared but i can't look away so it's on par yeah. with Nikki longer they have the same kind of yes like you're right keeper vibe keeper yeah. scowl <laughs> yeah i i think she's just really good and I, I think she had a really great save last night she had a really great save last night yeah she's yeah. a good one okay final question to close out the pod okay what are your predictions <laughs> for the rest of the season for these teams. Hmm. Okay. So I have it written on my, my nice nifty little bedroom whiteboard that everybody <gasps> that, has in their bedroom. Yeah. That of course. You bought from Elise Myers. Uh, yeah. And, you, and you, she commented on your post. So that's I about <laughs> died. I about died. <laughs> I, she liked it. Another one of my, um, that 1969 video. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She liked it like before that, and I you, I screenshot that and sent it to everyone. Yes, everyone. I I feel like you are like the women's sports Elise Myers. Like I feel like that's your vibe. Like that's what I get from you. <laughs> well, thank you. That is anytime I can be. I mean, she. I think she's hilarious, but I want her to like because she lives in Nebraska. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Buy into the Kansas City Current. That's yeah. closest. She would be a great owner. I feel like yeah. she would get into it. Yeah. But um, I'm going to say the dash. I'm going to say it. I'll yeah. put it on the dash. Love that. I think they have momentum. I think they have – there's something about their team right now that's got like – I mean, I think Kansas City, they have that sparkle of something. You know, mm -hmm. at the Spirit had it last year. They've got that destiny vibe. I don't know. I'm going to go with the dash. They're looking good right now. I do love yeah. that. 
I have an important interjection. Um, I sent yeah. this to Anna, um, but you're talking about Alyssa Nair, and I sent Anna a picture of my impression of Alyssa Nair all the time, and I just feel like you need, like, this is... <laughs> <laughs> this is what I feel like Alyssa Nair is doing at all times. Yes. I yes. absolutely <laughs> forgot that that is a thing. <laughs> Wait, were you a keeper? When you played? Oh, no. No, I was a a forward. I can't do shit on the back line. No, that's my impression of her face all the time. (laughs) Just like constant anger. All right, well. We have come to the end of our time together, our pod. Amazing. You can't, for all those who uh, listen, our spouses who already follow us, you can (laughs) find us on social media (laughs) on Instagram and Twitter. I don't ever use our Twitter, but it's at hatpixpod and you can send us an email at hatpixpod at gmail.com. That's all I got. Oh my gosh. Em, you should share your social media handle so that people can follow you. Um, Oh shoot. I think my TikTok is emwoodscasual and then I tweet under the handle wosocasual. Yeah, because I came from the casual fandom I don't know anything. All I know is like, this soccer looks good. This soccer is bad. And then I'll fill <laughs> in the rest. Need. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, on that note, I'm Jillian. And I'm Anna. Oh, and I'm Em. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and this has been the Half Things Podcast. Oh, yes. I'm, glad. I'm so glad you interjected. <laughs> That's so good. Pew, pew.